to another episode woot, woot. of Make Him Known. Believe it or not, it is August 15th. The summer what? is oh, almost right. over. <laughs> Anna is surprised because today is not August 15th oh, when we're recording this, but it's amazing it's quite because a ways we away don't from actually 15th. ever record episodes on the day they're released, so I don't really... True. But mm, you're right. Yeah, we've only yeah. ever done the day before. Yeah, we have done the day before, but this... This is that today we're actually recording this on August 1st, which is a holiday, which another episode came out today, Sacrifice. So um, if you want to listen to um, Sacrifice and this episode, you can. You should. Yeah, it'll be very Plus exciting. all previous episodes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> However yes. many there are. I was listening to um, a couple episodes of something or other, one of the podcasts I listened to. And sometimes I think... Man, we just talk about like the most random weird things or we do the most random things. But then other people who do podcasts do the same things as us. And it like makes me feel a little bit better. For example, I was listening to one where they were like, oh, by the time you listen to this, this will already be out. But like when we're doing this now, like our tour isn't ready yet. Blah blah. blah. They were just like talking about the whole tra- time travel thing. And I was like, OK, we're not the only ones who yeah. reference that. Perfect. And didn't you also say that you listened to a podcast today and they had a friend on as yes. well and they like also pretended, pretended like they weren't like there they weren't yeah. in the room it's that's totally just becky and i that's right now currently 100%. What we're doing. i'm not looking at another human being other than becky right now at all i'm so excited to introduce our friend but before we do we have to say a one quick thank you yes um to a man named chen who goes to grace Love and him. he is such a delight he's he is. been a family friend like literally my whole life um and he came up, I actually saw him at Swish LA, which was so fun. Christian Chicken. Because he was there with a couple other people whom I love. And I was like, oh, hi, hello. Um, and then Did I you say, over. oh, hi, hello? No, <laughs> but I was actually sitting in a, in his spot because I, w- I went over beforehand and he wasn't there yet. Gotcha. And I was like, I kept your spot warm. He was like, uh-oh. I was like, anyways. Um, so he said, I just have to tell you, I listened to the episode that Anna sent out to the church and um which, which was, was the least reached yeah. um and and he was like it was amazing you guys are incredible you guys are just so good at this and like don't stop like keep going and he was just so encouraging so, so thank cool. you Chen, for doing that we really appreciate it it really warmed my heart mm-hmm. i texted anna immediately and was like oh i'm crying not actually but like i w- my heart was crying you know? my heart was, crying. was like crying yeah. emo- emoji. and then funny enough i was a few days later at my parents house and my dad was like did etchian find you on sunday and i was like no and then he proceeded to also pass on that information to say the exact well. same yeah. thing, which is so sweet. It was really cute. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. And it's like, I don't know. We never, we just want to say thank you to people who encourage us, not because we're like, yeah, we're great, but just because it is encouraging yeah. to be encouraged and then you pass it on to others right yeah and yeah. he also asked me he was like if i wanted to listen to your ep- or to your podcast how do i do that like where do i start and i was like well you could start at the beginning the because beginning. it's literally called the beginning <laughs> or you could also listen to any any yeah. of them like they're you can they're like one off that you yeah. can kind of unless my parents were asking me that today too empty and filled like those True. ones are kind of together but other than that like and i mean when you listen to them in order if we reference other ones yes. you can know what we're talking about but you won't be confused if no. you listen to other ones but i'm a very like meticulous like person so anything that i start i start from the beginning and go in chronological order or order of release i should say yes yeah anyways good times well 
We are going to introduce our friend, and Yay. we're very excited, as you can tell by the um, by the name. This is our friend Erin, and Hello. Um, <laughs> she is one of those people that goes by her full name. I feel like ninety eight percent of the time, Aaron maybe Dodd. not, but maybe just in in church. I don't know. Do yeah. other people aside from church people call you Erin Dodd? Like, is it all together all the time? Mm, mostly people at church, okay, but school so church people, people, right? Like and Guelph people, yeah. People from Guelph as well. Because there's Often also did. Aaron Dodd, Child of God, which is oh, a great yeah. one, too. Oh, I've never <laughs> heard that. A nickname. You've never heard that? No, but I like that. <laughs> yes. Shout out to who, who gave um, that game to you? Rachel Hill. I mean, Rachel Tucker, because she's married now. Gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. That's so exciting. Well, Aaron, start us off with a fun fact. Okay, my first fun fact is that I am on the swim team at work. And that doesn't mean that I swim. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I've known you for so what? Like, <laughs> swim is S W M stands for stormwater management. So I work in engineering and I figure out how things drain and how like a water course is gonna be affected when it rains a lot. Where is it gonna flood? That type of thing. And I really love my job. And Sweet. I really love my coworkers. Cause and you have you a do. cool ring. Yeah, I have an iron ring. <laughs> yeah, you an do. An engineering ring. Yeah. That you got in a secret ceremony. Yes. Like I actually disclose the details of the ceremony. But your dad and brother were there. <laughs> my dad was there. My Wait, brother, brother. Wasn't. Just kidding. I lied. Because he didn't have his ring. But oh, okay. I was at his. Oh, yes. Okay. I knew something was like that. I need to say a side fun fact after you just <laughs> referenced her dad, because after years of knowing each other, we found out that our dads went to the same university and were in like the same classes yeah. together. That's crazy. It was a wild time. <laughs> One Sunday morning I was at church and I got a Snapchat from Aaron, like looking through her dad's like old yearbook. And then she's like, wait a second. And she <laughs> zooms in. It's like Winfred Bowman. And I was like, what on earth? And then she walked in the door that morning and I immediately ran over to yeah. her and was like, what? And then we went and found my dad and we were like, do you know a Wayne Dodd? <laughs> That's my dad. Yeah. It was really I was like, just looking so for my cool. dad's friends. And then I was like, wait a second. And then she found her friend's dad. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Side fun fact. Wild. It's like there's going to be a million side fun facts. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much you will just know all about our friendship by yeah. the end of this. <laughs> I'm here for it. There Hopefully other people are too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they will be. Okay. Anna, go ahead with Me? the fun fact. Okay. Um, this fun fact is one that I don't talk about that much but not because i don't like it i really like it but then like becky just now was like i never knew this so as you know my name is anna and i'm actually named after my mom and for those of you who know my mom are like what no you're not her name is andrea and i'm like yes i am because when she was young my grandma her mother used to babysit a lot of the kids on the block when they were like really little and they could not pronounce andrea for the life of them because there's a d and an r in there and that is next near to impossible for children to pronounce that and so they called her Anna and then like for the rest of her life she was Anna like my dad called her Anna up until the point I was born and my cousins on my mom's side out in New Brunswick they call her Auntie Anna so yeah I'm named after my mom it's actually crazy because I never yeah, knew that I know. ever because it's not like a traditional naming after because it's not her given name but yep. that's where it came from that's yeah. kind of sweet. Because my mom wanted to call me Maria, and thank goodness my dad's had my back since day one, and he was like, <laughs> no, and I was like, thank you, dad. And so that's my middle name, so that's the full story behind my name now. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Maybe I'll switch up my fun fact, and then whenever we get to me, I'll say my name and why there I was go. named what I was named. True, true. Anyways, maybe we'll not. Because we'll I don't see. actually know what your fun fact was going to be. 
Well, I remember. We but just that's talked okay. about it. Like we did. Ago. Yeah, we. You literally said that'll be your fun fact. Oh, I didn't know you actually decided upon that. Anyways, Aaron, <laughs> tell us your next fun fact, or else we're gonna talk about this for <laughs> literally ever. Okay, my next fun fact is that I really like musicals, and if I wake up in the middle of the night, not in the middle of the night, but like if I wake up early in the morning before my alarm or whatever, just to go to the washroom or just because my body likes waking me up early and a song from a musical starts playing in my head, I'm not going back to sleep. Even if I've had like five hours of sleep. Or two. Or, well, if I had two, probably I would go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I don't usually go to bed that way. Oh, man. Yeah. This is true. Especially if it's like, we don't talk about Bruno. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a good show. Yeah. I wake up in the middle of the night often with songs stuck in my head and if it's from a musical, I'm not going back to sleep. That is wild to me. (laughs) I thought most people woke up with a song playing on their head. Even if I did, I could fall back asleep because I can sleep through anything. My body like rejects sleep. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Your brain's like, let me entertain you. (laughs) And you're like, I don't want to be entertained. There's more things you'd be doing other than sleeping. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, legit. Oh my goodness. That's ridiculous. Also, fun fact, Aaron can function on very little sleep. Yeah, like six hours. I'm like decent. Seven hours is more ideal though. Although I can't really function very well in five hours anymore. I'm getting old. <laughs> Side fun fact. I, I'm like, if I don't get 10 hours, I'm a zombie. I don't even the remember the last time I got like eight. <laughs> That's insane. I uh. feel like I try to get eight, but it's, yeah, yeah, I would say maybe I get around eight. Okay, that's good. 7.45. 7. 7. 7.75. I mean, <laughs> if I go to bed at midnight, I, w- I wake up most days at that's quarter to eight. Mm-hmm. Which is And you go to bed at midnight. Around then, but usually go. earlier. Okay. So I, anyways, now that everyone knows that. Okay, my fun fact. I Okay, I'm going to actually explain a different fun fact. Okay. Um, fun fact that has always driven me nuts for my whole entire life mm. is that my... So my mom's initials were D-A-L. Like after mm-hmm. she was married, my dad's initials were C-A-L. Mm-hmm. My sister's initials before she was married was J-A-L. And my brother's initials are N-A-L. Everyone's initials were A-L. Because mm-hmm. they all had A middle names. And my initials, before I was married, they have changed now. But it was R-D-L. And I was like, are you kidding me? The person who has self-diagnosed OCD, you give the different, like, middle, <laughs> middle name, name to? <laughs> so my name, like, my full name is was Rebecca Don Lionar. Um, and Don was my middle name. It still is. Anyways. <laughs> Unfortunately, because um, yeah. Becky doesn't like it. <laughs> um, but my parents named me Rebecca because it flowed better with my middle name. And that's the only reason they, they named me Rebecca because so my, every, like they since birth have called me Becky and people always said, when your parents were mad at you, did they call you Rebecca? And I was like, no. They never, You're like, after never, they wrote ever. it on the birth certificate, they like forgot it yeah. existed. Yeah. So uh, that's my name has been Rebecca since birth, but no one I in love, the history of forever except for two people have ever called me it. I love that they were like, oh, her middle name is Dawn. So Rebecca flows better instead of just being like, let's give her a different middle name. That starts with A, <laughs> please and thank you. Like, honestly. And they, if they oh, gave it to my sister man. or my brother, they probably wouldn't care. Yeah. But me, like I, I am self-diagnosed OCD. I make that joke because I just like order in things to be the same anyways so i was always i still am a little bit bitter about that (laughs) but Uh, now my initials are rdf so i don't know it's just all messed up resting duck face (laughs) (laughs) i don't know anyways i was trying to think of a good d word for that but i couldn't think of anything anyways so 
yeah, I'm still a little sad about that, that but it'll be little, fine. It will be. And I keep thinking about like in the future, if Jonathan and I are going to have kids, I'm like, I, I have to think about how many kids we're going to have like before we even have one, because I'm going to like, I, it has it to, it has to all match up. Yeah. I've always had this weird thing where I'm like, I want all mine and my husband and my kids names, the first letter of all of our names to spell something like together. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. We did actually find out t- this week that Jonathan and I say we found it out. We knew already, but it was made aware to us. Yes. Like his 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 mid his, he has two middle names right. and his first one is David. So it starts with a D. So mm-hmm. now do we continue on for the oh, rest of our family? There you I go. say family. We don't have kids. We d- anyways, but like uh, with a D, does everyone yeah. get a D middle name? I don't anyways. know. Anyways. Anyway, there's a lot Depends to think if it flows. of. Things, I know things that no one other. But than why don't Becky we just pick about. a name that flows and then call them like something else? Because that's what my parents did for <laughs> me. Anyways, Aaron, tell us your last fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> okay, my last fun fact, also music related, is that I really love acapella music, like so yeah, much. Yeah, it's she so does. good. And it's like so much so that there's so many times it's happened where I'm like, I know this song, but it doesn't sound like how I know it because I've heard like an acapella version of it. And then I'm like, this sounds wrong. <laughs> yeah. That in your mind is like that's how like it the is. OG version yeah. of the song in my head. And sometimes it kind of ruins other music because I'm like, it's just so much less complex other yeah. music than acapella music. Because I love the like layering of yeah. harmonies and stuff. It's just so good. Yeah. If I had a dollar for every time Aaron leaned over to me and was like, there's an acapella version of this that I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I would have a lot of money. Like most songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every song ever. That's awesome. Oh, man. Acapella yep. is good. It takes a lot of talent to be able to pull that off yeah. well. And I realized in, in music, what I listen to most is voices. And in acapella, you have to have a good voice because otherwise, nothing else otherwise you're not it. an acapella singer. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. just a bad singer. <laughs> it's kind of harsh. Ouch. <laughs> oh, dear. There you go. Well. I am going to pray for us as we okay. head into our stories with friends. We're really Yay. excited to I'm listen so excited. to Aaron's story, and we hope it's encouraging to you. Um, so as always, let's just invite God to be at the center of all of this. Mm-hmm. God, I thank you so much for this day and that we have this opportunity again just to have someone else here and just hear about um, the amazing things that you do in people's lives, God, and how each and every one of us is different and each and every one of us has a different story, and yet we all have you in common and your Holy Spirit just unites us so much. And so I thank you that we just, again, have this opportunity to hear testimonies. And um, I was just reminded this past week of how powerful testimonies are, God, and just that they, they alone have just changed people's lives and when people hear testimonies they are so encouraged and challenged and we often learn things that we had no idea people were dealing with or going through or um, just things about their past and how you've worked through their lives and led them to where they are now God and so I just pray for Erin as she shares her story just give her wisdom and guidance on what to share and um, that for every single person listening God that they would be um, encouraged as well and that we would just glorify you and everything that we do and say here today so um we just pray all of this in your mighty name amen mm-hmm. amen okay aaron take it away take it away okay <laughs> let me get my notebook <laughs> so I can my see handy it. dandy notebook <laughs> my handy dandy notebook <laughs> although i i say my testimony a lot um so i feel like i don't really need it but anyway it's there um, just in case yeah just in case so unlike i think every other guest that you've had on this podcast mm. i did not grow up um in the church in the christian family I had like 
I had an awareness of what Christianity was because um, my dad's family is Catholic. So we'd go to church sometimes mm-hmm. with his side of the family and stuff. And um, and I went to like VBS when I was younger, which I loved VBS like so much. Yes. So send your kids to VBS. <laughs> <laughs> I know of one. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually so sad the year that I was like too old. I think it was like 13 or something. They're like, oh, sorry, you're too old to be in VBS. I was like, no. <laughs> so like you could be a leader, though. <laughs> just threw this random 13 year old in to be a leader for like these four-year-olds i have zero experience with kids like i didn't even babysit much when i was a kid so that was risky but i mean i do it all the time and ended up fine (laughs) (laughs) throw 12 year olds in there (laughs) but yeah i loved bbs and i especially loved the music because i love music um uh yeah the music always was really i just got so hyped when i listened to that soundtrack i would listen to it all the time (laughs) like even when it wasn't summertime so yeah, um, but and then when I was in grade six, my friend um, from elementary school, um, she invited me to um, youth group, and I was like, well, that sounds fun, so I went, and um, I had a great time, and I went back every week until, like, grade six and seven I went, because my friend was a year older than me, so when, when she graduated, I stopped going. Also, the youth pastor switched, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Um yeah, I really enjoyed youth group and it was in that youth group. It was like the main event is like the fun game stuff. And then there was like a message that the youth pastor would always do afterwards. And so getting like a little bit of that Bible stuff, but not like a whole lot. I still didn't really know. Like I always would have said I was a Christian, but I didn't really know what that meant. Mm -hmm. Um, But the Lord definitely um, brought me along for a ride and was like, I'll show you. (laughs) When, um, this is something I've heard destroy many times, but just always trying to think of it in a new light. When you would have called yourself a Christian, but you didn't fully understand it, would you have thought that the rest of your family was Christian too? Or did you at that point even see that there was something different? Um, no, I would have thought they were as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause I didn't really understand what it was. was, Right. Oh, I know intellectually. I was like, Oh my head. I know. I, of God, of God, right? I know that Jesus did this, so mm. that makes me a Christian, I guess. Therefore, right? Yeah, yeah. didn't really have an understanding. So it was a knowledge-based thing, not a I'm a good person, or was that in there too? Uh, no, I think it was more of a knowledge-based okay. thing. But also, I was all, a very big rule follower, so right. that helped me. That probably contributed to it yes. as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I don't know if I've ever heard that. I'm sure there's other people, but normally it's the oh, I'm a good person. You know what I mean? Especially as a kid, like yeah. Kids are usually pretty good. I want to, that sounds weird to say, but like, you know, they're still like naive and they yeah. haven't, you know, fully walked away from things yet. But it's interesting that like you even knew like what Jesus had done and everything, but it was just fully head knowledge yeah. at that point. Yeah. It was like, oh, I knew this and like I believe it, but I didn't really fully know the depths of like what right. he did. Right. So cool. Yeah. Um, and then in high school, I was invited by a different friend. Shout out to Britlin Zegenhagel. Actually, her name is Britlin Vanderbeck now. Dang she's it, married, married names. <laughs> 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 There's so many people on my phone that are still have like their main oh, yeah. name. And then I'm like, should I change it? Nah. It was weird. So sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It just depends on the person. <laughs> and sometimes it's like two years in. I'm like, I guess I could change it now. They're What's like, my name on your phone? Say. I think I changed it to Becky Friesen. Okay. It's, my, it's okay. Becky Friesen in my phone too. Okay. I don't know why, but Yours for you... <laughs> classic um for you I, I like switched it over immediately i don't know why i was just like yep it fits oh that's really go. sweet 
That's kind of exciting. I think because you're always so excited about yeah, true. being a Friesen. I was like, oh, yeah. Also, I like, I think we knew Jonathan. Like, I have friends yeah. who got married, and, like, I don't actually, I still just know them. I don't know their spouse, really. Right, you know right. what I mean? So I'm like, I don't know that part of your life, so I'm still just going to go. So anyway, shout out to Britlin for inviting yes. me to youth. <laughs> she was a year younger than me, so it was grade 10 that I started going to okay. youth. Um, and it was very different than mm. the um, elementary school youth group that I went to. So it was a different church. Yeah, yeah, it was a different church and it was just set up differently. Like it was more like the main part of it was the message mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. worship. And there was like a little fun game like yeah. at the beginning. Difference like, between junior high and senior high. Yeah. 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 And at first I was like, oh, I don't know if I like this. Like I just want to play the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> the the worship actually really captured my attention because mm. my only experience of worship music before that really was or like in a church setting was the like Catholic church where they play the organ and sing mm-hmm. right, like, right. from a hymn book, which was cool, but not as not entirely the music, not that the kind you of were. music that I listened to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have you always been into music? Like from a very young age, was music like impactful for you? Um, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, reading my notes here (laughs) um yeah so at that youth group i was where i like learned a lot more about like who jesus is and what he did and what does it mean to um actually be a christian um and in high school i was like i was very like self-righteous and like judgmental person i was like oh i'm a good person because i follow all these rules and um yeah so there's a lot of definitely a lot of pride that i had Mm-hmm. But one thing I always really admired about Britlin and actually also about Ileana, who has also been on the show. Shout, shout out, out to our <laughs> other stories of friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was also pretty impactful in my story as well because the way that Britlin and Ileana treated others was just so different than my idea of how others should be treated. Because I guess in my brain it was like, I don't know. I, I wasn't very good at loving people. I didn't really know what that meant. I thought it was more of like do you deserve right mm. it, but they just loved everybody unconditionally mm. no matter like who they were like they would always they were always so kind both of them actually won miss congeniality at our school proms um <laughs> so i mean i don't know said something about them <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty cool um yeah so they both really reflected to me what jesus was like and this is not something i realized at the time but like i always wanted to be like them mm. and wanted to like I don't know, portray that as well and yeah. like love people like they did. Um, That's so encouraging. But I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I think like, like the people who hung out with Jesus, they wanted to be like Jesus mm-hmm. and like we are called to be like Jesus. So it's so cool that even without putting words to it, you mm-hmm. wanted to be like them, but therefore wanted to be like Jesus. Like it's cool how... It was the part of them that was Jesus yeah. that you wanted to be you like. You wanted to be like and, Jesus. And that's you know? something that like I've had kids before be like, Anna, I want to be like you. My response is always like, no, don't be like me. Be like Jesus. But yeah. in that, it's like you you hope that that's what you're emulating, right? Yeah. And I think for kids, you don't realize that's what it is. But as you get older, you're then like, oh, it's not them because they're still a sinful, broken person. Yeah. But it was them being like Jesus that attracted me to them, which I think is the whole purpose. Right. Yeah. yeah that's really cool. Yeah. And then when I was in grade 12, I went on a mission trip with um, the Ileana's family organized to the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had like 
in even in grade 11 in grade 11 was like when i was accepted to go on the trip in like the january and so we had like meetings like every week or every other week or something like that mm-hmm. and that was like the first time i had really been um around like adults who were christian mm. right because other than like the youth pastor um who, we had a big youth group so it's not like i hung out with him very frequently mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah that was the first time i was around um adults who were christians and like seeing how they lived out the faith kind of made me realize like oh it's not being a christian isn't just something you say you are yeah like it's a way that you live mm. um so that was a cool yeah. thing that the lord revealed to me <laughs> um and actually when i was on that trip i uh, decided to get baptized um and uh, to be honest i really didn't know what i was doing <laughs> <laughs> um iliana was like oh yeah like if anyone wants to get baptized like we there's like you can get baptized in the ocean Although I didn't get baptized in the ocean because the waves were too strong. So they didn't want me to drown, you know. <laughs> so it was in a pool by the ocean. Still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. When she said that, I was like, oh, I should do that. But then I was like, I don't even know. Like, I didn't really know what that meant to be baptized. Mm, yeah. And uh, to be honest, I didn't even like tell people that I got baptized when I got home. Like, I didn't tell my family or anything because <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I didn't know what the significance of it. So right. I didn't really tell people. But. I was like, that's kind of like when I say that I like became a Christian because that whole trip like impacted me quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you, um, is it something later on that you realized like the impact of seeing adults as Christians or in the moment? Oh, were no, you definitely like later. Later, yeah. <laughs> I was very so uh, not self-aware person. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is all this is like reflecting back. I was yeah. like, oh, hindsight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a blessing. And, oh, what was my other question for you? Oh, um, I think I've heard you say this before, kind of, that even though maybe in that moment, like, making the decision to get baptized, it's like, okay, you were a believer at that point, but you don't have, like, a definitive date. It was, like, a process for you, yeah. right? Yeah. Overall, it was a process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, when people are like, oh, how long have you been a Christian? I'm like, oh, like, grade 12. Right. You yeah. were like definitely at that point. Yeah, definitely at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still didn't really know what I what it meant like yeah. fully. Yeah. But um, I do was we like, ever? <laughs> yeah. True. I, I think that's a really like important thing though to understand because for me growing up in the church, I there were like certain things that I was like, this is how it is, and like you can't change my mind on it or whatever. And um, I think I always used to think like. You make a decision. Like one second you're not a Christian, the next second you are a Christian. And for some people, I think that is the case. Like for me, I know the moment that I became a Christian, but it's not that black and white for everyone. And I think for some people, that's a really important process to understand that like God doesn't, it's not always black and white. Like God sometimes Mm -hmm. is like, it is a journey and he's so patient with us and he, and he pursues us. So Mm -hmm. There is like, yeah, for some people, there's like a slow understanding. And then it's, and then before you know it, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm a Christian. Because mm-hmm. it's not about praying a prayer or doing a specific thing. It's, as you were saying, like understanding what Jesus did for you and fully accepting that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which sometimes is a process. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's about the heart. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like technically, when I was in grade six and I went to youth, I like, accepted jesus into my heart but right I, did i know what that meant absolutely not right <laughs> yeah 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 but so it's like your desire was there yeah but it just wasn't the seeds were planted yes yeah. fully yeah. formed yet yeah yeah and god has been very gracious in like providing 
like situations for me to learn more about it with mm-hmm. like because i was just invited by a friend that's yeah. what i tell the youth kids sometimes i'm like youth group is how i became a christian so invite yeah. your friends yeah because <laughs> you never, you never know, know. That's the power of testimony yeah mm-hmm. it's so cool yeah. Yeah. yeah so then um going into university i knew things were going to be like i was going to be exposed to things that i wasn't used to because like i didn't go out to parties and drinking and all that i was like okay i know this is going to be a thing in university um and i don't want people i don't want to like be a judgmental person anymore but i was like i can't do that on my own so i prayed about it um i asked god to help me to not be judgmental and just see people as he did and and like help them to be like feel loved Mm -hmm. and stuff and um didn't really think anything of it when i did it but (laughs) that was like really looking back again um it was really uh me surrendering like Mm. and admitting like that i am sinful because i yeah i like knew i couldn't be the loving person that i wanted to be Mm. on my own and like not judge people and like Mm -hmm. think like poorly of them for their choices so yeah and then when i went to university i was in uh, an engineering residence and um like everyone in my tower was in engineering and I was the only one who was a Christian and I was like, whoo, I thought there would like maybe be at least one, but no, apparently not. Um, but I was shocked at like how much love I felt for these people that the only thing we had in common really was that we were in engineering. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I love these people more than most people in my life. And I've known them for like a week. Mm. (laughs) Like what? It was really, it was really crazy. And that's like definitely, um, the most like tangible way I've seen how God has like changed my heart because that's definitely, I definitely couldn't do that on my own or like before yeah. it was, it was wild. <laughs> I was so like, cool. what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. This is a question I was thinking about cause again, I've heard your story before, but you think of different aspects of it every time, mm-hmm. you know? And I also like, we've had many conversations about just self-righteousness and pride and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, is that something that you, okay, this is like a two part question, I guess. Is that something that you still struggle with and that you're kind of constantly surrendering over to God or, I mean, okay, you know how there are some times when you become a Christian and like cold turkey, God just like helps remove a sin from your life Mm -hmm. completely. Um, But then there's other times where it's like, okay, I now have the Holy Spirit with me, but it is still a constant like flesh and spirit like fighting. You know what I mean? So do you find like heading into university that there was just like a switch that God put off for you or do you still struggle with that but maybe not to the same degree as before there's like seven questions there yeah kind of both like there was definitely a switch flipped in how like i felt love for people Mm. but sometimes still and like still sometimes to this day honestly do like struggle with like the pridefulness and like Mm -hmm. self-righteousness being judgmental Mm -hmm. towards people for their decisions which is difficult but god just keeps surrendering that yes but i've never like like when people like oh people are hard to love i'm like they're really not though (laughs) (laughs) but that's like the holy spirit in me because on my own i couldn't love people the way that i do yeah and do you find it different is there a difference for you in loving non-christians opposed to loving christians 
when it comes to, I guess, the the pride, the natural pride and self-righteousness in you? Mm, what do you mean by when it comes to the pride? Like, okay, for me, sometimes the difficulty in loving people is because of my pride and self-righteousness, oh. right? There's other reasons why it's hard to love people, right. but for me, that's what it is. And I find that there's a huge difference in trying to love Christians because of self-righteousness and trying to love non-Christians because of self-righteousness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. Because you can't hold non-Christians to the same standard as Christians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is in your mind, you're like, it's just you all just, the same. You just love. Yeah. I just love. I yeah. think. <laughs> no, I, would, cool. I would agree with that from yeah. like seeing your life and seeing how you live. I would say that like when I was yeah. thinking about that question, yeah. like for Aaron, I think that, you just love. Yeah. Like hearing you talk about these things, it is it is really crazy because for you to say <laughs> that you used to be this like really judgmental person, I was like, no, that's <laughs> it's not who Aaron is. You know, like I just feel like your heart for people is just so big. Evident. <laughs> Evident. Yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah. you you wear your heart on your sleeve and you just love people super well. Yeah, I, I mean, feel. it's not who I am now, the judgmental, unloving person, but it's definitely who I was before. Yeah. But that person is dead, praise the Lord. Yeah. Yes. I was so, going to say, that's what's creation. so cool yeah. is that the number of people I've heard react that exact way when you've given your testimony, they've yeah. literally been like, <laughs> I don't believe her. Yeah. Like, I don't believe that she was prideful. <laughs> and that's where we have to make sure to direct the glory to God, as yeah. you just did. Yeah. And that is full proof that the Holy spirit is living inside of you. And at one point was not Mm -hmm. like there is, there is a change that happens like a 180 degree when we accept Christ. Right. And that looks different in everybody's lives. Right. But like, yeah, I've known people who have accepted Christ and they literally go to church like the next Sunday and everyone's like, who are you? Like they're completely different, which is just, proof and evidence for me that god is real and he works and he moves in people it's cool seeing that happen to other people too like there's several people i know who after i like was like okay i am like for sure a christian now and whatever through university and stuff um that i witnessed like come to christ and just seeing the difference in them is like so encouraging and just fills my heart with such joy yeah Yeah. so yeah that's awesome it is very encouraging Mm -hmm. yeah the lord is good the lord is good so I guess back to my testimony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So in university, I was the only believer in my tower and I di- didn't join like a Christian group in my first semester because I was still trying to like figure things out. And I went to like one like event during orientation week that was like with a Christian group, but they didn't have any like sign up or anything. So then I was like, OK, well, I don't know when you meet or anything like that or how to find you again. Yeah. So I just and I was like, yeah, just started starting a new phase of life. So I was just like, okay, I'll just focus on school, I guess. But mm-hmm. I definitely noticed like my faith plateau and it was definitely difficult sometimes. Like I would still hang out with people when they were like partying and drinking and stuff. And thankfully, like that's not something I was ever really tempted with. Um, but after a certain point, it's not really that fun when everybody is really drunk and you're just like sober. <laughs> yeah. So um, then I would like leave and go to my room and like watch some Christian movie. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that um but yeah in uh second semester though um Britlin encouraged me she wasn't even in the university but she's like oh I've heard about this group power to change you should check them out and I was like okay so I like went to their office 
on my first week back and was like, hey, when do you guys meet? And they were like, oh, on Friday nights. But the girl didn't know if it was at like 7 or 7.30. So I showed up at 7, but it started at 7.30. So it was just like me and the worship team. And I just like went in and sat down. And I was like, this is cool. There's nobody here. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, people came up and like the people who were on staff with Power to Change came up and talked to me and like, once people actually started arriving then yeah also the girl that i talked to wasn't there that friday so i didn't even have like somebody to go to oh i was just like i literally just showed up good for you though for having the boldness to just go yeah like that's me i guess i just knew that i needed it Mm. yeah and i didn't yeah i wasn't really scared at this point i knew i was an extrovert i didn't know i was an extrovert before university um so i was like yeah whatever also i'm not afraid to also crazy like that's what hi you want to come to my youth group with me i don't know anyone there yeah i want to come that sounds like fun totally an extrovert oh yeah yeah (laughs) but like all i did was i just read all the time when i was in elementary school and high school like i didn't hang out with friends very much maybe during the summer like a little bit like childhood is weird weird, though your personality hasn't fully formed when you're a kid so i always thought i was introverted because i was like i just like reading by myself all the time and then i went to university and i was like i'm never going to bed before midnight again (laughs) i barely went to school or not to school to bed before midnight like all of university did you also barely go to school (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) tuesday um I went. That's good. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> we're in the same boat. I'm not judging you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I it is. We're actually kind of in the same boat because it is hard going off to university for this first time and learning you're an extrovert and having people at your fingertips constantly. You're like, <laughs> I'm sorry. How I am like, I supposed I'm to do work? With all my friends. Yeah. People are still in the common room talking. I am there. This is physically until impossible. Until two thirty in the morning, even though we have an eight thirty class tomorrow. Yeah. Like. An introvert invented post secondary because <laughs> they were like, "This will be great. No one will have a problem getting their schoolwork done." And all the extroverts were like, ah. "I always joke that I was like too extroverted to be in engineering because in engineering you have like six courses per semester, right? And which is heavier than most." yeah programs Average, right I, I feel like normal is five like yeah. a full load is five yeah, yeah normally for, it's five yeah. but also all of our lectures also have labs like all of our classes Ugh. also have like three hours of labs or like two tutorial sessions whatever so mm. like my schedule had like one year had like 27 hours of class and then mm. my roommate who was in like psychology had like nine i was like <laughs> this is stupid i mean she's also taking online classes so it didn't show up on her like right schedule thing. Yeah. But yeah. I don't miss university. I know me neither. <laughs> I'm so thankful. <laughs> I know. We're sorry, Anna. <laughs> Pray for me, guys. <laughs> yeah. I definitely back to my testimony. Mm-hmm. I like definitely noticed a difference though once I joined um Power to Change. Um because I finally had like friends who thought the same as me and stuff like that. And that was like really encouraging mm-hmm. and I learned a lot and also I learned that uh, the gospel is something that you share with people because <laughs> mm. I always thought that I was kind of like given the impression by my family that like oh your your faith is something that's very private to you mm. but then in university going to power change they're like share the gospel with the world and I was like what <laughs> that's interesting yeah so it wasn't before that it wasn't that you were like scared to tell people or talk to people about it. You were just like, it's, it's, it's kind of like you, you don't ask don't people do about that. their age. You don't ask people about yeah. like their we beliefs. But we do. But we yeah. do. Yeah. In the same way that they're just like, kidding. we don't talk about Bruno. And yet they talked about Bruno so much for the whole movie. song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Everyone who hasn't seen Encanto was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> 
But yeah, I definitely noticed like in first semester, I wasn't like I was sad or like depressed or anything. I was like still enjoying myself mm-hmm. and stuff, but there was a different joy when I actually joined community and God definitely taught me like the importance of being in community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. God just provides, has yeah. provided for me so well throughout my life. I'm very thankful. Um, so yeah. In third year, I was um, very convicted of how unself-aware I was <laughs> and um, that, was challenging to realize that I was like, I don't even know who I am. How am I supposed to like share my experience with people? If I don't even know who I am, like in sharing testimonies and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So that was a a journey to learn how to be self-aware. And also I was like super, um, not sensitive to what people, other people thought, because I'm a very logical thinker. So I was like, Oh, I wouldn't react poorly to that. They're not going to be offended by what I said. Um, not everybody is like me, so. <laughs> <laughs> or not the hard way. <laughs> and when you say that you weren't self-aware, was this in like, were you not aware even of like your personality or was it more kind like of. sin or um, all of the above? Probably mostly in terms of like emotionally, like very oh, okay. emotionally unintelligent. I still struggle with that sometimes, but I mean, I'm working on it and I'm much better than I was before. So like you couldn't you couldn't define how you were feeling at the moment or okay because i didn't really i don't know we didn't really talk about feelings that much in my family so i wasn't like Mm -hmm. i know what i'm feeling right now and i feel it and also because um i was growing up i was always like oh that's not a happy emotion just gonna squash that down yeah not not a helpful thing to do um yeah but i didn't if it wasn't like a good feeling i was like i don't want to feel that so then i just you just don't Sweep that under don't a rug. process yeah. it. Just get rid of it. Yeah. 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 But in third year, a lot of like hard things happened. Like mm-hmm. my grandma had a stroke. Somebody that I knew um, killed themselves. Um, and then another, like someone, one of my close friends, friends um, like went missing and passed away wow. from like mm-hmm. pneumonia. So like a lot of heavy things happened that year. Yeah. And I like, it's cool to see looking back how God made me more self-aware, like aware that i need to be self-aware mm, at yeah. the beginning yeah. Ooh, inception. And like, yeah <laughs> um and then throughout that year i like had to become self-aware because yeah mm. or like you were had to learn to process things. emotions yeah. and like what i was feeling because there was like so many heavy things going on in my life it was too much to just brush under the yeah, rug like way yeah. too much <laughs> yeah how i don't know if this is too complicated like when you, when the light bulb went off of, oh, I'm now aware that I need to be more <laughs> self-aware. Like, what was the process of, like, was it just in your brain? Did you have to talk about things? Did you just think, I need to ask myself questions more or? Um, it happened at uh, the Power to Change Retreat mm. Summit. Um, and it was like the, on the Saturday night, they always have like a big worship night. Yeah. Like extended worship. Mm-hmm. And it was during that like extended worship that I was like, realized that I wasn't very self-aware. I don't even remember how exactly. But then I remember going back to the cabin I was at with like a bunch of my friends and like just crying Mm. (laughs) and being like, I don't know who I am. (laughs) How am I supposed to like be any kind of witness or like share my testimony or anything if I don't even know who I am? So that was a a lot of feelings Mm -hmm. came Mm -hmm. to the surface and I learned, had to learn how to process them and, uh. I still sometimes suck at that. Something that the Lord has also revealed to me recently. (laughs) Um, But anyway, 
yeah so uh the my small group was also like my church small group was very helpful in helping me um with like processing emotions because they were all feelers i was like the only logical thinker Mm. (laughs) in our like small group of women um they would be like i was just feeling this and this and this and i'd be like can't relate at all (laughs) i would relate to all of their husbands and not them i was like i don't know i don't know how to give you good advice because i can relate to your husband more than i can relate to you and you couldn't relate to how they were feeling or you couldn't relate to the fact that they were aware that they were feeling that kind of both. I okay. was like, how do you know that you're like feeling like that yeah. like, all the time? I don't know. It was just like, wow, you guys feel things a lot. Like <laughs> not that I didn't feel things. I just never acknowledged. That right. I felt things. Yes. Right. Right. And I feel like sometimes when you're a logical thinker, I feel like I'm sometimes a, I have a balance of both Same. and I don't. Yeah. And then I think I'm actually more emotional than I actually Same. <laughs> let myself be anyways. But, I think sometimes when you're a logical person, you're like, I logically know that I shouldn't be feeling that way. Yeah. So I'm not going to feel that way. Yeah. Even though your brain or your body, maybe your heart is like, hey, this is happening and this is a normal feeling that goes along with it. But you're like, I'm not going to feel that way because yeah. my brain tells me that I shouldn't. That's often or like my logic <laughs> side is like not worth it. You know, yep. so even though sometimes to process emotions, you have to just feel the yeah. feelings. That's usually what you have to do. Sometimes yeah. it worked in my favor, though, when it t- comes to, like, being stressed at how little schoolwork I was doing. Because <laughs> my friends would be like, oh, have you, st- have you like, gotten to this question in for the exam yet? And I was like, I haven't started studying for that. I'm like, it's in two days. I was like, yeah, I got two days. Two like, days, 48 hours. No yeah. <laughs> Why are you worried about it? It's like, oh, my gosh, you stressed me out so much. I was like, I'm not stressed, so you shouldn't be stressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I think our head and our heart like are in conflict a lot yeah. in situations like where you're unaware of what you're feeling. Cause your yeah. heart is like, cause sometimes there isn't a logical reason for why you're feeling what you're feeling, yeah. but you're feeling it anyway. You know what I mean? So it's like your head is like, you're doing great. You have a great job and you have a great family and you have friends, but whatever it is. And your heart is like, yeah, but I'm sad. And your head's like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> like stop <laughs> that. And yeah. your heart's like, I can't. Yeah. I definitely had to learn how to like invite God into what I was feeling mm. because I was like, I don't know how to process this. So God help me out here. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, I am feeling sad, but I don't know why. Like help me understand why and just like give me peace about whatever it is I'm mm-hmm. feeling sad about mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. 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 It's a really good thing to learn. Yeah. It's really hard. <laughs> it is hard. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, why is it hard though? Yeah. You know, it's like you literally just have to be like, hey, God, why? What's going on? You know, and like just talking about it with him sometimes helps. It's not like there's a voice in the cloud that is like, this is why you're feeling this way. But you like I had that just a little while ago. I was like feeling anxious about something and I like kind of knew what it was, but not really. And I was like, oh, I'm going to drive over to my parents and talk to them about it. And I was driving from like a little ways away and. I was listening to music to escape how I was feeling and right. And, um, and then I just felt like God was like, turn off the music and talk to me. And I was like, yeah, I've had that before "Mm, too. (laughs) I don't want to though. And I don't know why I don't want to. to Yeah, exactly. And then I just talked out loud. Like I spoke out loud, everything that I was feeling that I would have said to my parents 
and we didn't come to any like solutions but i was like the anxiety is gone like it just felt so much better Mm -hmm. and i'm like preaching to myself right now because i still yeah like i still sometimes i'm like uh i'm all of a sudden feeling this way why and i'm like i'm gonna watch a movie instead of talk to god about it and it's like what's i feel like i've been doing that a lot lately yeah yeah (laughs) you go through like phases right yeah 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 relatable yeah um another example of how the lord just like provided for me was when i was in fourth year i um i took five years for school because i had like failed a class so I didn't do school perfectly, but you know, <laughs> based no on how much has. I socialized, uh, it's not surprising that I failed at least one thing. So anyway, yeah, I failed a class. So I ended up having to take, um, an extra year and then I kind of like extended it. So I, cause I, I worked, I ended up working like the summer and then fall of my fifth year. Um, mm. so I took five, ended up taking five years, but anyway, in my fourth year, um, a bunch of my friends were graduating and talking about what they were going to do next and stuff. And my dad was talking to me during reading week and was like, so like, do you know what you're going to do next? And I was like, I have no idea. Cause there was a bunch of things in my head that I wanted to do, but I just had no idea which one to choose. And it was kind of like, you always say this, Anna, of like, there's lots of options and none of them are the wrong option necessarily, but yeah. I just had no idea how to like choose, choose which one it was. Yep. And also I was like a year out from graduating, so it didn't have to be made like then the choice didn't have to be made immediately but i was feeling a lot of pressure for it to be mm. made because a bunch of my friends were graduating yep. my dad was asking me and i was like i don't know <laughs> um so yeah i was feeling kind of stressed about that for a little bit and then like the week after reading week i was standing at the bus stop this is the most random thing that you like hear happens to other people but then it happened to me and i was like what? you are the other person i am the other person that it happened yeah. to yeah. yeah i was just standing at the bus stop and this girl like walked by me and then she like turned around and came walk- back towards me and i was like she kind of looks familiar but not really that much and she was like hey and i was like hi <laughs> she was like hey i think we met like during orientation week i like came to a power to change event i was like oh okay yeah i remember you now that's why you look familiar and she was like so i always just see you standing at this bus stop and i really feel like the lord is telling me or wants you to know that like he's got you like you don't have to worry about your future he'll just like everything will just fall into place and i was like what <laughs> is happening right now but after that like i just felt so much peace Mm. about what was going to happen in my future and like literally everything she said is true like i've never had to like wonder what i was going to do next uh it always just fell into place like Mm -hmm. the i had the co-op that i got wasn't really a co-op that's besides the point (laughs) too much detail (laughs) Erin. um the like work term that i did i ended up working there after they were like yeah like let us know when you want to come back because we would love to have you and i was like oh cool okay so i didn't have to look for a job after yeah and then um when like the any time like i've needed community and i've really felt like i've been struggling without community like god has just provided the community that Mm -hmm. i need at the time that i need and um more semi i guess recently like last year through covid as a people person um Being in isolation really sucked. And working from home was, like, the worst thing ever. Mm -hmm. I hated it so much. Like, for a little bit it was fine. But then, like... The novelty wore off. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just tired of being in my bedroom all day, every day. Like, it was was hard. And it's harder to, like, work. I was being really... uh, Sorry. Words. (laughs) I was really frustrated with, like, 
work too because working from home like the if you when you're going through like a vpn to connect to the network that mm. has all the files and everything everything is so much slower mm. so something that could have taken me like two weeks took me like almost two months to do Dang. because i was like if i could just go into an office this could be done like yeah. so much faster but the company i was working for got bought out by a bigger company and we weren't allowed to go back into the office we had to like move all our stuff out of the office and then they're like yeah we don't have an office for you and i was like this so much i really was not having a good time um but before like i even realized i wasn't having a good time i uh one of my friends who had like left the company i was working at she reached out to me and was like hey we're looking for another like stormwater management engineer in training um are you interested and i was like uh i don't know i wasn't really like thinking about it and somebody else also approached me i was like being poached by two people which was very <laughs> overwhelming i was like i don't even know everyone that much. wants you <laughs> i was like i don't even know that much <laughs> why do you want me <laughs> but i guess they did <laughs> whatever um felt like a hot commodity <laughs> 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 so yeah i was that was overwhelming but um it and at first i was like oh, i don't know like i still like I still like the people I work with and everything. Yeah. But as time went on working from home and it was like getting into like March, I was like, I can't do this forever. So yeah. then I like applied and they took a bit to get back to me um, because they were, it was like a busy season for them. Yeah. But I eventually like got an interview and they were basically like, yeah, we'll send you an offer on Monday. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's <laughs> awesome. Sounds good. And I was still like back and forth. Like, I don't know. Is this the right thing to do? I'm really not sure. And then in our like um, office like meeting that we had every week, they were like, yeah, so I think we're still going to be out in the office until September. And after that, it'll be kind of like a hybrid, like go in a couple times a week. And I was like, heck no, <laughs> I am out of here. That was like confirmation for me yeah. from God that uh, I was ready to move on. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the new place has been like really great. Also, it's like 15 minutes from my house. So that's a sweet drive compared to. 45 <laughs> yeah so yeah the lord just like knew i needed a different job and i wasn't gonna go looking for it because that thought like literally hadn't even crossed my mind yeah to yeah. go looking for something else because i was like i have a good job why would i go looking yeah. for something else yeah. but yeah. he knew that i needed it and just like he was like i got you girl yeah. yeah yeah sometimes like, he just like provides things, things on, on a silver, silver platter, platter. Yeah. yeah that's like <laughs> i feel like my whole life and sometimes i feel like uh, not really i don't really feel like uh, what do i feel uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're just self becoming self-aware <laughs> yeah sometimes i feel kind of bad i guess but not really that everything is just like laid out mm. for me like and i never have to worry about what i'm gonna do next because some people struggle finding a job for like months yeah mm -hmm. and stuff like that and it, it, everybody's experience is just different but yeah god has definitely been faithful to his promise um, that he said through that random girl at the bus stop to me. Yeah. And yeah. I am very thankful for that. That's really cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's so sweet because I always, recently I've been trying to pray a lot about what it means to be under the Lord's blessing. Mm. And hearing you talk is just connecting so many dots in my head. Um, and it's it's really cool because seeing your life, like, we, we know that you are a faithful follower of the Lord. So it does not surprise me that you have testimonies of his faithfulness. Mm -hmm. And not that's not to say that you have no hardships, right? Like there's still things in life that are super challenging, mm -hmm. but you are faithful to him and he's faithful to you. And even when, even if 
not gonna say when but even <laughs> if you stop being faithful to him he's still gonna be faithful to you and like mm-hmm. he'll still love you through all the ups and downs of life but it's so cool because like he's providing for you these things that you didn't even realize you needed but yeah, he's again, like i'm not self-aware yeah <laughs> but he's like i'll be self-aware for you yeah. i got you girl like i know what you need and i'm gonna provide exceedingly abundantly above yeah. and beyond yeah anything that you could ever imagine yeah and like the company i work at now um is so like way better than like anything i could have imagined like yeah. all my coworkers are amazing the they really care like the company really cares about all their workers and like treating them well so they we have like good benefits and they want us to have like good work-life balance which a lot of especially in engineering it's really mm. hard to find companies that yeah. like are good with work-life balance and it's not perfect um nothing there is. are definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> people who still are overworked but um they at least are making an effort which yeah. is really it's Huge. really it's, so it's really I good i have it. no desire to be an engineer but when erin <laughs> talks about her job <laughs> and her coworkers, i'm like i want to work there <laughs> it does sound fantastic if anyone is working in land development or water resources engineering and wants a job please hit me up because we're go. always hiring <laughs> and if you don't have erin's contact hit us up and yeah. we will connect you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's so cool like god's faithfulness looks different in every person's life mm-hmm. right and that's why i just love hearing people's testimonies and i'm so thankful for this platform that we have that people can just come on yeah and share because everyone's life looks different and i know for me i've kind of like felt bad but not felt bad like struggled with the whole like i feel like i've lived a really like cushy life you know and it's like we're only 26 so there's still a lot more to go probably (laughs) um but it's like god knows what he's doing and so he the way that he orchestrates everything and the things that he gives people or doesn't give people is all his sovereignty and according to his glory right so mm-hmm. he he knows that everything that he's doing with your life is to glorify him and i honestly i don't want to cry <laughs> um i know very few people who have not grown up in a christian family but I know a lot of people who haven't grown up in a Christian family and then like kind of became a Christian. I put quotations around kind of, and then like walk away because it's, I imagine hard. Like I'm, I'm surrounded by Christians. Like I couldn't find non-Christian if I wanted to sometimes, which isn't always good, but it's like you, many of mine, (laughs) there you go. You are, yeah, not surrounded by, like, you have a good community, but you are a constant testimony to people at home, in your work, and obviously none of us do it perfectly, but you do it really, really well, because, like... (laughs) I struggle with thinking I do it well sometimes. (laughs) I get that, totally. People pleaser, I don't like stirring up the pot. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like, yeah, you, I think you're you're just faced with it more. So it's just that much more evident that you're going against the crowd. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like when you, if you see like a red crayon amongst a bunch of other red crayons, it doesn't, it's like cool. Like it's easy for that crayon to be red. This is a weird analogy. (laughs) But like if you see a a red crayon amongst a bunch of green ones, you're like, okay, well that's weird. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's different for those of us who are in vocational ministry and again, all called to different things, but Mm -hmm. you just, you live your life for Christ very well and it's just an honor to know you. Yeah. (laughs) It really is a blessing. Like I, I 
every time I think of you, I think I like it's just it just brings me joy. Yeah. <laughs> like if you guys if you are listening don't know Aaron Dodd, I almost guarantee that she wants to meet you. She yes. wants to love you and she will be your friend. Like, and again, hit us up and we'll connect you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just have a big hangout called Meet Aaron Dodd. Yeah. You will yeah. have to call her Aaron Dodd. Yes. You can't just Child call her Aaron. That is part of the yeah. The deal. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. In I think it was January, you told me that I had a shout out in the next episode coming out. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw what episode it was and it was discipline. And as a (laughs) notoriously undisciplined person, I was like, wow, of course, that's the one. But then you guys said something really sweet, like what you just said. And I was like, oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) I forgot about that. I was thinking that we were saying that you're bad at discipline. Not that we would shout that out, but you and I... I was like, wow, did they really call me out like that on the podcast? You and I also talk about how yeah. bad we are at discipline a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That's so good. Funny. Well, this has yeah. been great. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the beauty of testimonies, right? Is that, like, you can tell your story and give the glory to God. Mm-hmm. And, like, these beautiful things don't happen to believers for our gain. No. Right? Like, I mean, obviously, we can be gained from it yeah but encouraged can be and challenged yeah, yeah. can Perceived be gained, gained. Yeah. <laughs> let me get gained get those gains um, but i think it's beautiful how you share your story because it's it's god you're like mm. yep the lord did this the lord did this and he will be praised so mm. i think it's absolutely beautiful yeah thanks. you're just such a delightful human <laughs> thanks so are you mm. whenever i hear the word delightful i think of you yes same to becky, becky bingo, bingo. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man very good well one thing i just wanted to like yeah kind of i don't know and with something i think that summarizes a bible verse that i think summarizes my testimony very well is um deuteronomy 31 8 which says it is the lord who goes before you he will be with you he will not leave you or forsake you do not fear or be dismayed and i have just seen that over and over again in my life Mm -hmm. how he goes before me and usually i don't realize it until hindsight yeah but um it's just been so true yeah yeah i love that verse yeah so much it's a good one it's a good one to end on yeah well after seeing him we pray that you go and make him known (laughs) Woo!